And this is Jen. And this is Kurt and Jen Make a Podcast. This time, we are talking about my band selection, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, it was fun to go back to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Really? Find, you found yeah. it fun? Okay, good. I did find it fun. I mean, so I think that we both have different viewpoints on them based on our age at introduction to this band. Uh, so I definitely got into them when most of their songs were about drugs and bad things. And like, yes. so I was like, I've never done the drugs. This doesn't sound that great to me. But being able to spend a minute, like, you know, reviewing the catalog was super fun. Okay. And I, of course, started back in the day when they were still doing insane funk rock, high energy, cool stuff. And um, I, I'm going to go uh, a little bit chronological here. I'm going to start by playing one of my favorite songs of theirs, which is a just pretty dumb song overall. You know, there's there's nothing subtle about it, but it is super fun and one of the best best songs to see live. This is a song called Get Up and Jump. <laughs> love that song so much and when i when i've seen them play and we're in the mosh pit and they start playing that song it is basically just insanity and it's so much fun yeah i mean it very strongly reminds me of primus in like the way that it sounds <laughs> so oh, really? i can see why this is one of your favorites yeah oh it's yeah, I'd, Primus is actually just a, has a little more psychedelia and a little more weirdness to it. This is just straight up funk rock and uh, real fun stuff. So, doesn't do anything for you? Nope. No? <laughs> it's, no, but I would like to say that like in the mosh pits, it's it was always weird being the smallest person in the mosh pit. And then there were always like really tall people. And I was like, you guys need to like form at a different circle or like go a, like a different place because this it, like feels like it's enclosing and it's like very cave-like when there's too many tall people in it. I'm just saying, Kurt. I understand that. I actually, <laughs> I actually remember being in the mosh pit for, uh, uh, I saw them play on the, um, uh, the Mother's Milk you know, when they, when they went on tour after that album, I was there with my girlfriend and we were in the mosh pit and I was like super protective of her. <laughs> and it was like, okay. And and she was like right into it. And she was like, yeah, I don't need to be protected. And I'm like, I gotta give her, give her a little space. <laughs> oh, it's really funny because that, uh, that plays out in every mosh pit that I've ever been in, no matter if I'm there with people or not. Like there's always somebody who identifies me in the crowd and is like, I'm going to make sure that the little, like the little thing here <laughs> gets protected because this feels like this could go bad and she could get trampled. Like it always happens in a mosh pit. It's very nice. It's, there's always like one mosh pit gentleman that is like, I'm going to make sure 
that no one is trampled. If if I didn't know you, <laughs> and if I saw you, <laughs> I would I would be that guy. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like a very it's like there's like a child in the mosh pit. You have to rush to protect it. That's all I'm saying. I might also say, are you sure you want to be here? <laughs> Ouch! Always want to be in the mosh pit. Okay. Well, <sighs> that is a great mosh pit song. Okay. Another song off of that, that, that was off their first album, Red Hot Chili Peppers. And here's another one that I think that you're going to like. Dirty, dirty boy, sitting on a curb, chiping and piping and eating dirty hoodworms. Along comes I be from dirty, 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 sort of dirty, dirty boy, sitting on a curb, chiping and piping and eating dirty hoodworms. Boy, was he disturbed. Okay, I did really very much enjoy that. <laughs> Even though I don't know that I would classify that as a song. It's like it's spoken word poetry. Like, I don't understand. It is a little bit, yeah. Yeah. But it is. Yeah. I mean, is there is there actual playing of music before or after that part of it? No, not really. Okay. Uh, but it is. I still enjoy it. I'm it, just saying I don't know that it's a song. It's, it's an acapella rap. <laughs> it's an acapella rap. I don't know. Have you seen... Have you seen people acapella rap? Because it's way more fun than that. <laughs> that was pretty fun. I don't. I don't know what you're it talking about. It was great. I lyrically, it was funny. I enjoyed it. But like acapella rap, you get like people in there who are doing beatboxing and wonderful stuff. With oh it. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying like it's. No, I okay. With call the, it acapella I, rap. I love beatboxing, and mm-hmm. I am very impressed with people that can do that. Yeah. Speaking of acapella rap. <laughs> There's another song off of this album that uh, it's called Nevermind, and it is a another great song. And it's kind of, it's it's like a diss track actually, and which is you know, funny to me. And it's it's uh, I'm gonna play one of the verses, but it actually comes in with a um, with a another rap from Anthony right at the beginning, an acapella rap that. Uh, since I'm not going to only play spoken word, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, since we can only play thirty seconds, I will do the acapella rap, and then I'll play a little bit of the song. Jump in the middle of June in the summer '59. I was young and cool, shot a bad game of pool, and I hustled all the chumps I could find. Now they call me the Swan because I weighed my magic wand and I loved all the women to death. I partied hard, packed a mean rod, and I knock you out with the right or left. Then it jumps into the song, and I'm going to play the third. Can we just? Yes. Can we just appreciate Kurt doing that? Because it's, I I know that our listeners at home did not get to see what happened. <laughs> By the way, I didn't get to see what was happening either because I put the lyrics up on the screen. Well, so that's good because <laughs> I, wait, were we recording the video on this episode? Because we should have. <laughs> it was, it was what only could be described as comic gold. I'm sorry that everyone missed it at home. All right. So uh, now we're going to play a little bit of this diss track of Nevermind. Okay, so the the lyrics are difficult to understand. Yes, uh, can so, confirm. 
so that was never mind Holland Oats. Those guys are a couple of goats. Never mind Culture Club. That jive's just one big flub. Cause we're the red hot chili peppers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh I love Culture Club. Oh, there's probably a lot of bands that they diss uh, that you like. Um, like uh, verse two, never mind the British bands, never mind the synth funk bands, never mind the Wham Wham band, never mind oh my Duran God. Duran. <laughs> I am so. I can't words right now. That is just rude. And then never mind the soft cell shit. That's strictly for the twits. <clears throat> never mind the men at work. Those tunes are for the jerks. <laughs> Ouch. I don't Ouch. have super strong feelings about it. I'd like Duran Duran, and I like uh, Men at Work, but uh, I thought it was funny. So this is like their first album, right? And they're just coming out and attacking whoever's at the top of the charts. But I thought calling Holland Oates a couple of goats was kind of funny. That was funny. <laughs> and that was funny. <sighs> well, there is a song that we need to talk about, mainly because of what is happening in the music video. I'm going to play just a random part of Breaking the Girl, and then we're going to talk about that music video, Kurt. In this video, we see the guys all dressed in a single monochromatic color in their the top and bottom, which is, you know, rare for them to be fully clothed. Um, <laughs> Anthony Kiedis is wearing his hair in Princess Leia buns. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, and they are on rocks, and the background keeps changing colors. I'm not sure if we're in Dune or if he's auditioning to be Princess Leia. I don't know what it is, but it feels like I'm on drugs watching it. And that is funny. And they almost pull off the uh, the Wiggles color scheme in this, too. They do almost pull off the Wiggles. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. It is something that is... For certain. It was visually, I don't want to say interesting, but why visually not? compelling. Why, why is interesting not a, the word? Is that not strong enough? Or? It's not strong enough for what okay. happened in this video. I just, it's so weird. And I just couldn't look away. So yeah. Anthony has had some interesting hairstyles in his day. Yes, he has. Do you do you prefer the long hair or do you like the bun? I am not a fan of the Leia buns. They are not working for him. Maybe just a single man bun, but we haven't seen that one yet. Hmm. Yeah. So the the short hair with the mustache is not working for me at all. I don't I like his I like it when it's longer in the front and then it's like shaved in the back like he is uh in when he was on the late late show with James Corden that was a good look but I don't like the mustache. Oh, I like yeah, the, the mustache I like the asymmetry. Is, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here is a song still off the first album that is not exactly a cover song but uh the lyrics uh were written by one Theodore Geisel. 
So Jen has been looking at me with a very confused look on her face. You're, you have to be familiar with this, this book, right? No. Yurt of the Turtle by Dr. Seuss? No. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. So this is, this is kind of like a Cliff Notes version of, <laughs> of Yurt of the Turtle, where he, take, he literally takes all of the lines from, from the song, but he's not singing all of them. He actually just condenses it down. Maybe a more like a Reader's Digest condensed version of it. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, Yurt of the Turtle is one of his more famous books. It's kind of a, and it's written specifically uh, as like a, uh, Yurtle is supposed to be Hitler in this, in that he's oh. this like, you know, person who's trying to take over or you know just put himself above everybody else i mean perhaps that is why i have not read read if you're supposed to be hitler maybe that's why it's not on our kids bookshelves well it's not clear and it's not like he's characterized as as hitler in the (laughs) i like like how kurt's trying to walk himself out of that one i'm not it's (laughs) It's, it's, if you read it, like when I first read it, obviously as a kid and, uh, I didn't get the, you know, didn't get the whole, uh, Hitler reference, but, uh, basically at the end of it, uh, the actual lines in the, in the, um, in the turtles, of course, all the turtles are free and turtles and maybe all creatures should be. So it is, it's not pro Hitler. Let me get that straight. I didn't think it would be. Okay, good, good. Because it was it was an anti-Hitler song using turtles. And uh, and then the Chili Peppers made it into a very cool little song. And do you appreciate the horns, right? Flea is yeah, actually I do a appreciate the horns, very accomplished it was, uh, trumpet It was a player. weird song. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you got that. Yeah. 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 I think one of my favorite videos that they've done is the other side video because it has very striking visuals, um, a very mod aesthetic and definite Metropolis vibes. Cause it feels like we're in a, in the movie Metropolis from 1917. Or what? I was, I was said 1917. Wasn't that, or I think it was 27. Okay. That number seven does. Okay. Go ahead. It's seven. It's seven for sure. Yeah, is the last digit. 19 or the first two. We don't know <laughs> what that second one is. Okay. Or the third one. In. Uh, so I love this for so many different reasons, but I think the funniest bit in this is that Flea is playing the bass on what appears to be telephone lines on which he is also suspended from um, with his bright red hair. And it's such a solid look. Um, Anthony Michael Kiedis looks very pre-emo because he's got his bleach blonde hair with like a black streak and like a lot of eyeliner, which I do appreciate. So uh, it was a good look. This is a good look. And I'm just going to play a random sampling of this wonderful song. How long, how long will I slide 
hears the voice through a photograph because sometimes you can like sometimes you have a very vivid image of like of your memory from that photograph and you can just like hear everything come with it but it is a very nonsensical lyric that i appreciate yeah yeah i like yeah. that by the way you keep calling him anthony michael kiedis is it not anthony michael kiedis i have never am i just heard blending that? anthony michael hall i think you might <laughs> and as is, a matter what is his middle name um, I actually looked up on uh, Yahoo Answers, and uh, it says, does Anthony Kiedis have a middle name? And the answer is no. His birth name <gasps> is Anthony Kiedis. Is it really? Yeah. Where the hell did I get Michael from? I think Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, I think that that's what I did. Well, that's hilarious. I'm going to try to call him by his correct name from now on. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see how I do. I don't know. All right. Can't so, make any promises here. <laughs> I like it that you gave him a nickname. That's cool. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so you might not be a huge fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but they are big with babies. You could say that they have baby appeal. Boy, I'm afraid I've got no time to think and talk, but it's been right now. So that's right. Uh, I shook my head when I heard it. <laughs> But the baby rocked out on the spot. She was a shaking and a kicking that itty bitty tot. Her pop said no, but she just couldn't stop. The kid had a case of toddler rock. And yes, the red hots have baby appeal. This seems like a very odd subject to get into about how they, uh, how babies like to rock out to the chili peppers. Yeah. <laughs> this it's one was off to their weird. first album as well. So weird. So very weird. So was he was Flea wearing his stuffed animal pants at this time? Because I know that that was in Higher Ground. That was in that video. Was it okay? I remember it because he played bass for um, Young MC Bust a Move. Right, and, that, and he's also wearing him in that one too. I right. have verified that these pants are in two music videos because they are everything. There's a pound puppy in them. And I am very excited about it because who doesn't love a pound puppy? So you're able to name the main, the name brand. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it, I think it's a pound puppy knockoff to be okay. quite honest. Cause I'm looking at a photo right now and it's pound puppy esque, but clearly a knockoff. There's an orange elephant, which I'm loving. There's so many things. So many. Did he keep the tags on it? Cause those things can be worth a lot. Uh, they were stolen, <laughs> so he doesn't have those pants anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. I did a, I did more research on these pants than I did on this episode. <laughs> All right. 
I want to talk a little bit about the Uplift Mofo Party Plan, which is their third album and probably my favorite of their albums. Um, they, uh, the third, yeah, so they, this, I was listening to this like all the time when I was in probably sophomore year of college. And so this was a little bit after it came out, but I was like just really getting into it. And one of the reasons why is I had the, uh, the worst breakup of my life. And there was a song that even though it had absolutely, you know, it did not relate to my relationship at all, was a song that I listened to to make me feel better. It's a song called No Chump Love Sucker. It was something that, you know, when I wanted to feel angry, it was something that I played. And the song is a Stone Cold Jam, so I listened to it quite a bit. I can't imagine Kurt being angry. So this is a weird, it's a weird feeling. I don't know. <laughs> I was, don't know what to do with myself now. Like I said. I didn't was, think that you showed any emotions. I thought that was the deal. <laughs> oh, I, that hurt. That really hurt, Jen. This is me showing emotion. <laughs> but on this album, there's also another song that was also a Stone Cold Jam that is way more uplifting, which is uh, Me and My Friends, which uh, I will play a little bit of that as well. This is a very cool song. I love that verse. That's just, you know, his, you know, great friend Bob uh, and just talking about all this stuff he's been through, how they know each other, freaks of a feather, they rock together. Makes me smile. <laughs> Jen nods in approval. I nod in approval. This is my nod in approval voice. Nodding in approval. Okay, very good. Mm -hmm. So there is a song on this album as well that is called Special Secret Song Inside. Are you familiar with this one? I am not. All right. Well, let me play a little bit of this. Where my little lady, she will see how she feels away. Okay, so you talked about how much you enjoyed Blink-182 and their, their sophomore, sophomoric lyrics. And so I want to know your impression of this song. I appreciate them for what they are. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the sentiment is probably well shared. <laughs> okay, but uh, 
So I think Blink-182 is to you what the Red Hot Chili Peppers are to me. That they were Yeah, like, I agree with you. And I, I, I do appreciate a sophomoric level of humor at times. And that is, it's accurate and funny. So, <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So what was crazy was when I was, uh, I was doing a, a DJ job, I'm going to put job in quotes because it was not a paid job, but... Uh, <laughs> Or, uh, the radio how did you, wait, how did you get wrangled into being a DJ and not getting paid? I mean, I know we, I know we kind of just did that with KMKR, but like, so they had an uh, honest God radio station, a classic rock radio station. It was in the basement of the dorm that I was in at U of I, and uh, I don't, I don't think I can remember the name of the the main station. But what they did is they had a, it was all student run, and they had a. Radio station, which is like the minor leagues, it was WDBS, the dormitory broadcasting system, which you had to connect your radio to the cable system in the dorms. I never even figured out how to do that. So there were like, there was like nobody listening to it. Um, But uh, they would give us the playlist and they would, you know, just here, do this playlist um and do the broadcast and uh this was one of the songs that they had me play on the playlist which is okay i at the time i loved the song so i was very happy about it but uh i was like that seems like an odd choice for you know to force you know people to play perhaps it was that no one was listening perhaps it was (laughs) and I actually did get one call in all of my uh, time doing that show where I was talking about how to pronounce uh, Sinead O'Connor. I knew how to pronounce it, but I was just like, you know, playing dumb. And I got a call from someone who was not happy, big Sinead fan, telling me the correct way to pronounce it. So, Well, as she should. Or he. I'm not sure. It was a she, but but you were correct with your first impulse. Yes. (laughs) (sighs) Well... Let's go forward in time a little bit to Californication. We can go back after this. But I loved this video. That's going to be the refrain that I'm going to say every time we, every time I speak. Um, This video is so good because it combines The Sims and Grand Theft Auto. I don't know what's happening, Um, but I love it. Um, I'm going to play just a little bit of it because it is very amusing to me. So I was a really big Bill and Ted's fan in high school, and I can't remember when California Acacia came out, but I remember when he goes station to station, I would always be like, station, um, which is a stupid Bill and Ted's reference. So, yeah. I don't I don't think I get the reference. It's the alien that they meet in the second Bill and Ted, in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah. The one that you were in, Kurt. Yes, right. The- I believe that's when they meet the alien. Oh, okay. And the and the alien's name is Station. Okay. Oh, got all right. Cool. I. That's a excellent uh, deep pull from that movie. But. Uh... <laughs> all right, I give up. <laughs> so this is another case where you know we're coming at it from different time frames. I kind of stopped listening after Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and yeah, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> 
I, I remember the station now. The, it was like the two-in-one kind of thing. But anyway, uh, so I, I had not seen that video before. How, what do you think about Anthony's hair there, the short bleach blonde? Ah, it's okay. It's okay. All right. It's okay. I think that's the highest marks Anthony's going to get from me. <laughs> it's okay. So another, going to go back to Uplift MoFo Party Plan, one of my favorite cover songs of all time. I think I talked about it in, when we were talking about cover songs, and we, uh, but I don't think I played it, was Subterranean Homesick Blues, which is a Bob Dylan song which uh, you don't necessarily think they go together, but this is the best Bob Dylan song in my estimation, and this is a very cool cover of it. And this is, they, they added some of their own lyrics to it, which I think was cool. So here's a little bit of the homegrown Chili Pepper lyrics. Good God willing, we'll be bopped to Bob Dylan. <laughs> Might I say that it is so much fun to watch Kurt le- like mouth all of the lyrics on today's episode. Because I don't think that this is what he does every episode. Uh, every episode, there's at least one song that you do this to. But this is super fun because you're doing it to every song. And so that alone is worth it. But hey, Kurt. Yeah. You want to take a little break? Yeah, let's do that. So... Yes, Jen, this, at one point in time, I would have said that the Chili Peppers were my favorite band and they've kind of fallen off and like the, the, the more recent albums that are a little more serious, a little less fun, not, uh, that's okay. Blink 182 was my favorite for a time and it's disappointing, you know, as an adult to say this, uh, (laughs) I understand that there's like a lot of backlash against Red Hot Chili Peppers and I, I get it. I, you know, but really this, you know, some of the emotions just, you know, going back and listening to all these songs back when I was in college and just discovering this was like uh, just really positive for me, even though, you know, I I understand why people might not like them, but I I really do love them. So I do want to play, uh, I will get into the next album, which is Mother's Milk. Um, This is... This is the album that came out while I was listening to him. So it was, you know, a special uh, place in my heart for this album as well. But here's a little bit of a song that is uh, showing their love for the L.A. Lakers and one Magic Johnson in the song called Magic Johnson. That was the verse where they name check everyone that was on the starting five or almost everyone on the starting five of the Lakers at that time. Uh, AC Green, uh, James Worthy. Uh, Yes, Jen. Well, I'm glad you clarified that for me because I don't know any of those people um, and would have thought that it was a reference rather than, you know, Magic Johnson, the person. (laughs) Yeah. And it's also not talking about Anthony's, you know, (laughs) 
<laughs> Magic Johnson. Johnson? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which very well could have been. But I mean, that's where I went immediately. Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> I do appreciate it. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Curtain Gen Make a Podcast. <laughs> And another song, which I think that I think that you can relate to, Jen. Uh oh. It's and frankly, I think everyone you know in that uh, in that high school, college age might have a little bit of this feeling. But this is a little song called "Nobody Weird Like Me." That lyric, which is the second verse, intercourse with a porpoise is a dream for me, hell-bent on inventing a new species. <laughs> I just... That is weird. You got to admit that. That is I very have weird. so many questions that I don't want answers to. Okay. <laughs> then I don't, don't want don't any of the, the answers question to, if you don't want I the don't, answer. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to keep them to myself. I appreciated the robot voice. That was delightful. <laughs> so, I enjoy a good robot. And the, and the refrain is, uh, bust my bridges, bless my soul. I'm a freak of nature, a walking totem pole. Look and see, I think you'll agree. Nobody weird like me. Yeah. That resonates with me. <laughs> does it? It does. You don't strike me as that weird, Kurt. I know. I try to to hide the weirdness inside. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you hide weird inside? Why would you do that? That sounds terrible. It gives you heartburn. You shouldn't do that. Nobody's weird like me. <laughs> there you, are plenty of... That, so that, that uh, sentiment doesn't... I don't hide any of my weirdness, so that part doesn't. But yeah. Okay. I just am weird out loud. And okay. And the walking totem pole probably doesn't resonate that much it with you. It does not either. resonate with me. No. Not unless unless I was like the bottom part of the totem pole. <laughs> I was just like the very like or like just the very last part. And the uh the very top of that song has a very cool bass intro which uh everyone should listen to because flea is just totally amazing yes another reason why i, I love this band yes flea is very good <laughs> no hold on very good doesn't begin to describe it he is amazing so he's yeah so he's a really good bass player um We'll talk about Flea a little bit more when I get to the funniest song. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Speaking of Flea, he Uh-oh. has a song, which is on Red Hot Minute, which this one actually might relate even more, you might re- relate even more to than uh, Nobody Weird Like Me. This is a song called P. P-E-A, by the way, just to make sure that uh, we're not talking about any bathroom humor here. Uh, it starts off, uh, the, the lyrics are, I'm a little pea, I love the sky and the trees, I'm a teeny tiny little ant, checking out this and that, I'm, uh, and I am nothing, and so you have nothing to hide. And I'm a pacifist, so 
shit up. really appreciate this song although i'm not sure how he's a pacifist and he's gonna f your shit up. <laughs> how is how does a pacifist do that do they like stand with a sign and are like slightly annoying to you <laughs> like they slightly inconvenience you i i I'm... we've learned we've learned through this pandemic that a slight inconvenience can really f some people's shit up yeah apparently <laughs> so and then at the end he says big and tough and macho you can kick my ass so fucking what? So fucking what? <laughs> so I, I just yeah, I dig this song. It's I like it. And, I like it. And Flea, I dig it. Yeah, and Fleet playing it, like a song just with a bass accompaniment, which is strange, solid. but solid. What? Yes. It, Don't it say is, strange. It is absolutely strange. Well, yeah, it's not typical. Right. But I wouldn't call it strange. And so Jen is small, yes. but she can fuck your shit up. I can fuck your <laughs> shit up. I'm not a pacifist. I will get up all in there. <sighs> not a pacifist. So, hey, Kurt. Yeah. If if Lee was found at the scene of a crime, what would he do? Flea fly? He'd flee the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of that. It was funny. Okay. So I did want to talk about a song. It's in one of their newer songs. It's called Dark Necessities. And in this video, Anthony Kiedis's aesthetic can only be described as Freddie Mercury meets Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka on a bad trip. I You just need to see this video for that. Just for that alone. But I'm going to play a little bit because I really did dig this song. Coming down to the latter day, we got many moons that are deep in place. So I keep an eye on the shadow smile to see what it has to say. You and I both know everything must go away. Oh, what do you say? Yeah. The Fred, do you, so do you like the Freddie Mercury aesthetic? I... He pulls it off better in this one, but it's not. I love Freddie Mercury. Like, let's not. I'm never going to say anything disparaging of Freddie Mercury, but I don't. I don't know that Anthony Kiedis pulls it off. It's it's a weird aesthetic. It's very disturbing. It's funny, but it's it's just it's just weird. Yeah, I just <laughs> loved it. Yeah, I appreciated it. Excellent. Yeah. So. I'm going to play now just some very quick, silly songs for you. A lot of these came from the Out in L.A., which was kind of a B-Sides kind of, you know, uh, compilation album. And I was trying to get it. I thought you were trying to get into one of them, which was the song Flea Fly. Oh, no, 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 not the beast. Oh, 
That was delightful. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. Um, and then here's a little bit of a song called Stranded, which I'm, you know, not usually a huge fan of this type of humor, but uh, I, I will play it a little bit. Maybe you'll enjoy this. Okay. <laughs> Thoughts? I'll say that I pref- I prefer Flea Fly. Yeah, I do but too. This was, I do. Yeah. I uh I I think that this deserves to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that that's a slam against them or us. <laughs> I think it's a slam against us. That's what I think that that is. Okay. And th- this is a song uh that is the music is by Thelonious Monk and then the Red Hot Chili Peppers added some lyrics to it. Fuck you, fuck your whole family and your relatives. Fuck you, fuck your little sister and your little brother. Fuck you, fuck all your friends and everyone. Fuck you. That is where I draw the line. It was funny until the puppy dog was involved. That is decidedly not funny. The rest of it was hilarious. Cut that line. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (sighs) Uh, Okay, also on uh, the Out in LA uh, album, this Christmas tune. I think that that's going on to my Christmas. <laughs> I very much enjoyed it. Hey, and that makes me think of another older song that they didn't quite do, but I'm going to play. Food, glorious food, hot sausage and mustard. I'm in the mood, salt, jelly and custard. Peas, pudding and celluloid. What's next is the question. would be Flea and James Corden singing in carpool karaoke. <laughs> and let me just tell you, Flea was so excited. I don't even know how they got there because they started singing with Can't Stop. And then all of a sudden Flea launches into this and James Corden goes along with it. And I'm like, I, this is a good sense of humor right here. That's true. It was delightful. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and then here's a little bonus track. Uh, so one of the things I, I like about the Chili Peppers is they do the cool covers. Um, like I played a little bit of the Subterranean Homesick Blues. Uh, and here's one by from Elton John. It's up. Here's a little punk rock song for you. A little punk rock song. I think it was written by the Ramones in the early 70s, maybe before they started, you know, when it was really hardcore back in the old days. Remember? Please, I could have sworn this was the Dead Kennedys. No, 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 no. I think it's Sham 69. No, this is the Buzzcocks. You idiot. You worthless peon. Don't you know this is one of the, it must have been um, the Sex Pistols. basically the bit there talking about this punk rock classic and they're arguing about who did it whether it's the dead kennedys or the sex Pistols or the ramones but uh no it's tiny dancer by sir elton john that's right i just don't want to i don't want to get written up by the sir police that's all i'm saying and they also did a, a cover of havana affair with oh have you heard that one i have not would you like to I would indeed. It is required. It's required. Deep, deep boat on the way to Havana. I used to make a living man picking the banana. Now I'm a god for the CIA. I, while I while we all know that Jen loves the original, I appreciate that they did this. Yeah, that was pretty cool, right? It's no Joey, but it's good taste. That's what that is. <laughs> On two counts, Cuba and the Ramones. And they also did a cover of the song They're Red Hot by Robert Johnson, which is a... A very deep pull, but it seems like a natural for the Chili Peppers. So here's a little bit of their Red Hot. Which is a remarkably faithful cover of that song. That, that was, it was. That was yeah. Are you familiar with the Robert Johnson version? I think I am. It, Once I heard that song, I was like, oh, I remember this song. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird song for Robert Johnson. And it it's, is. <laughs> so that was very cool that they did that. Yeah. So, hey, Kurt, is it time for the funniest song? Um. I actually do have a couple more notes okay. that I wanted to get to first. <laughs> and I was just going to play one more thing. The uh, But uh, Flea and Anthony were in the movie The Getaway. Do you remember that? The uh, it's It was a movie with Charlie Sheen where he was like on a car chase from L.A. down to... Yeah, this sounds like a movie I would have seen. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sarcasm. It was, it was a... 
it was a funny movie and it was uh and they were like two rednecks that were like oh we're gonna get these guys and they tried to run them off the like you know during this car chase to try to run them off the road with their monster truck and they screwed up and it was it was fairly funny so uh they actually had a little bit of uh, screen time there in a major motion picture. Um, as far as videos go, my favorite video was uh, Danny California. So that was the one where they are uh, like different genres of music where they start off like with Elvis, you know, where Anthony is doing like an Elvis thing and then they go to like a Beatles thing and go to like a 70s psychedelic. And it was, I, I really enjoyed that video. Uh, song's fine. That is a very good video. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a, um, are you familiar with the comedian John Daly? He's, yes. Uh, okay. So he did, uh, right before they were in the Super Bowl, he created this parody song of uh, the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers that he made up. And he made it seem like, he created a website and he made it seem like that the Chili Peppers were releasing this song kind of like in preparation for the the super bowl but it was they had absolutely nothing to do with it and it was brilliant uh they did the song called abradabra california <laughs> and it's uh here let me play a little bit for you taking the exit for the town she told me she was my Well, that was delightful. <laughs> it's so funny. And yeah. it's it's like, uh, the music was really good. I mean, it was like kind of demo quality. It wasn't like super high quality, but it was like, it really did sound like them. They did. Yeah. He captured the... <laughs> The sound, for sure. <laughs> oh, well done. Well done. All right. And uh, another another humorous thing that you might want to check out is the Will Ferrell-Chad Smith drum duo, uh, drum duel on uh, Jimmy Fallon, which is oh. very funny. Because those two yes. are basically doppelgangers of each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. All right, Jen. That would be really weird to watch. <laughs> Right, I think we're ready. For the funniest Red Hot Chili Pepper song. <laughs> yes. Would you like to go first? I would love to go first. Mine isn't necessarily a Red Hot Chili Pepper song, but it is an Anthony Kiedis flea song. So I'm going to allow it. I will allow also it also. because, okay, good. Uh, here is a little bit of He Me We Me. Five, six, seven, eight. Hey, me, 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 up, shut up, shut up, Hold nigga, door, nigga, shut up, na. Hoody, loady, hoody, loady, bob and Simple, flippin' blick, snort, gorgle, snork. All of a certain sort. Hoody, loady, hoody, loady, bob and That was nice. I enjoyed it. Yes. The, thank you. Very, it reminds me of Flea Fly. <laughs> yeah. It's, and watching, so this was from the Carpool Karaoke. This is a song that they wrote when they were 15 um, that, that uh, 
Anthony is trying really hard to not do. And Flea is like, oh, let me do it. Let me do it. He's so joyful. He's so happy. Um, the entire carpool karaoke bit with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you could just tell that Flea was really having a great time. He mouthed his bass line or sang it the entire time as well, which was amazing. Um, and I just enjoyed it. I just enjoyed it. I also learned in that carpool karaoke that Cher babysat Anthony Kiedis when he was a kid, when he was 12. What? I know. I'm like, I, what, where was Cher for me? Where was that? Where was my Cher babysitter? Hold but on. Yeah. How old was Cher at that time? I don't, I don't, if we could turn back time, Kurt, I would be able to tell you, but I can't. I'm sorry. Okay. He was 12. Anthony was 12 at the time is what he says that he recalls. Wow, because she was like a big star then. Yeah. That, hmm. I don't know, but that is what we learned. Okay. I don't know. I will choose to believe that, even though <laughs> there, there is... Uh... I didn't make it up. You can watch this carpool karaoke and hear it out of Anthony's voice, out of his mouth himself. Okay, very nice. So, Kurt, what is the actual funniest Red Hot Chili <laughs> song? Uh, this, this is probably tainted or skewed a little bit by my love of the whole uplift mofo party plan song uh album but i love this song which is skinny sweaty man I, I understand that those lyrics were very difficult to uh, to really understand, especially if you, this was the first time you heard it. I assume this is the first time you've heard this. It is the first time that I've heard this song. Okay. so Although I do imagine that it is autobiographical. <laughs> for Anthony or for, for, for me? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the fifth here. <laughs> feel like this could get me into trouble all right so uh if flashing lots of cash and spent lots of loot he's sitting at the bar he's sitting at the booth across the dance floor does he scoot he's a skinny sweaty man in the green suit the the caboose that could he goes to toot been known to gag and sometimes puke a very good friend of granny goose he's a skinny sweaty man in the green suit and then my favorite verse. He's half man and half cartoon, but a good bunny, don't be confused. He's a full-blooded Looney Tune. He's a skinny, sweaty man in the green suit. Solid. Face-to-face uh, -face with the, the man on the moon. His family doctor is Dr. Seuss. If you catch him in your soup, please don't shoot. He's a skinny, sweaty man in a green suit. So I love this Solid song. Solid gold. And yeah. a cool funk rock jam. Yeah. Well, I think it's time to rate the sense of humor. Of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Kurt, would you like to do the honors? Yes, I will start off. Uh, they, uh, you know, I I think I'd like them more than I think that they're really funny, but I think they are really funny, and I would say that they are like an eight and a half. I came into the skeptical because I had known the more serious, older Red Hot Chili Peppers, but after some research and after listening to all these wonderful jams, I'm going to give them a seven for their sense of humor. All right. That's yeah. excellent. Excellent choice there, Jen. So 
That was my pick, obviously. And next, we are going to have a Jen pick. And Jen, who are you going to pick? Oh my God, I'm so excited. We're going to talk about a scruffy looking nerf herder. All right. I am looking forward to this. So until next time, this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And And we we just just made made a a podcast. podcast. Okay. One, two, three. That's our show. It's time to go. Gosh, that hour really went by fast. Hope you had fun. This ep is now done. Kurt and Jen made a podcast. Perfect. Is it though? Oh, my voice hurts my.